Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Soul CEO Podcast. My name is Rachel Picaric, and here at Soul CEO, we are passionate about helping our entrepreneurs and network marketers build a profitable business with purpose without losing their family, their friends, or their soul. Guys, we are just rounding at the end of October right now at the time of this recording, 2021. And a few days ago, the CEO of uh, Twitter, Jack Dorsey, had a very viral tweet basically talking about the looming hyperinflation scenario, especially here in the United States, talking about the fact of you know hyperinflation, that prices are going to go way up, your dollar is going to be able to buy a whole lot less. And it was met with a lot of hysteria, conversations, critique, and even some backing. And I wanted to do this episode as I kind of drive into town today to kind of talk to you as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, why it is important to be prepared. Now, to give you some backstory, since about May of this year, 2021, I've been reporting in my Telegram channel uh, about the supply chain, talking about how, whether it be food or goods or parts, um, I see this in my husband's business, I've seen this in, in friends of mine's business, I've seen it in the grocery store, I'm sure you have as well. Maybe you've seen delays of uh, furniture that you ordered ordered, or parts for your older beat up car. <laughs> you just can't find these things anymore. But even common day items seem to be missing off of the shelves. And for the, the items that are on the shelves, we are seeing a tremendous cost increase. Now there's a lot of intricacies to the supply chain that affect prices. Um, I have my own views of certain things like meat and dairy. There's an absolute agenda to attack the meat industry. Um, we see that globally with uh, this huge push to either genetically modified lab created meat, eating bugs, all sorts of things. I mean, guys, I, I talk about this all in my telegram. Suffice it to say, we're seeing things like you know, ribeye steaks have an increase that we were from 20 to 40% increase just over the last couple of months. Uh, Tony and I went into our local butcher, which we love to patron and we get some great yummy goodies there and they were completely out of steak. Um, and in fact we had a, this was probably about four or 5 PM. The, uh, the lady at the counter was asking for the ribeye and he's like, no, ma'am, we sold out at 9 a.m. and we won't have more for up to two weeks, 10, 10 to 14 days, he said. And it just, you know, I, I, most people, they just hear that and they're like, oh, okay. To me, I've been watching it. So I've been way more in tune with kind of just seeing this, this pressure on production. Um, and some of it seems that is not uh, controlled, you know, whether the, you know, whatever, you know, droughts, or you can make a, a case for weather uh, affecting crops. Um, but then I also see a, a larger play here. Here's the point is that there is a lot of things that are happening specifically in the US, but certainly on a global scale. And each country kind of has their own little markers. But here in the US, we obviously have the political play that is occurring with the debt ceiling. So we see a lot of uh, partisan back and forth should the debt ceiling be raised, uh, this looming recession aspect. Um, some of the investors daily kind of podcasts and articles and experts that I find are also talking about a looming housing crash, um, that it could be worse 
than even in 2008. And if you guys remember that, especially those in the sand states, California, Nevada, Arizona, Florida, many people saw their home basically value cut in half um, virtually overnight. And people are, are, are experts or economists are saying that we're not just going to see a housing crash, but they're calling it the everything crash. It's not the stock market crash. It's not the housing crash. It's the everything crash. And I don't make this podcast to put you in a state of fear. Not at all. I mean, we are called to not have a spirit of fear, but of love and, and of sound and a sound mind, power, love and a sound mind. But I share this with you as part of a teacher right? If, if you are subscribed to this podcast, probably you're learning about skill set and mindset and leadership, but this is a business podcast. And so because of which we talk about money. Now, if you're in the network marketing space or you've started a business, I have a feeling that you started that enterprise for cash flow, that you started it for some sort of fiscal reason, or maybe you make a ton of money in your full-time gig, but you're looking for a plan B or a plan Z, right? The zombie apocalypse, or maybe the plan B to become your plan A, should you not want to continue with your job. And as it states right now in America, 55% of Americans are looking to change their career or their job in the next 12 months. Over half of Americans polled said, hey, I'm looking for a job change. It's really interesting timing right now. So in the conversation about preparedness, looking at your family, right? How often do you sit down, probably once a month, hopefully, when you're doing the bills, and you take an audit of your total financial situation? You know, what you're bringing in, what is going out? Have you noticed the prices of of gas and food and certain, you know, um, gadgets or things that are starting to increase? Have you noticed this inflation that is seemingly accelerated? And what can you do to hedge against it? Well, I think the scenario of a hyperinflation, hyperinflationary period happening in the United States is probably pretty low, but it's not impossible. And in fact, in history over the last three plus hundred years, 300 plus years, there's good evidence of them. I and mean, there's probably been about 60, 70 incidents of hyperinflations. You think about Venezuela, you think about Zimbabwe, you think about total currency collapses. You think about the, the cost of a gallon of milk or a, a loaf of bread being $100. And again, not to be fearful, but what would happen right now if that were to be true in your neighborhood, in the back you know, the cities, uh, this, you know, suburbs of New Jersey or in the backwoods of North Carolina or West Virginia or in the heart of Texas. If your gasoline was now $100 per gallon, what would you do? If your 401k was now a one okay or two okay or one okay, what would you do? If the $1,000 in your bank account or the $5,000 in your saving or the 30 grand in your checking account was now worth nil or virtually nothing, what would you do? And so I've been talking about supply chain since May. I've been talking about total house preparedness since March of last year, since the pandemic began. I've been talking about the importance of having an additional income stream or alternative income streams to diversify pretty much since 2011. And since 2008, nine, I've been talking about the fiat currency, the US dollar, no longer backed by gold and how our monetary system is ran by central banks and yada, 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 and derivatives. And it's all just, uh, it's a farce, right? And the Federal Reserve is not federal and they have no reserves. So I've been, I've been talking about this for a very, very long time. The point being is, are you prepared? Are you prepared for a turbulent situation? Are you prepared for financial 
calamity and collapse and catastrophe. Are you and your family, are you prepared to weather tough storms? Now, it's not just money, right? Because if you have all your money in US dollars, even if they're stuffed under your mattress, that's not going to do you any good if the US dollar is worth crud, if it's worth less than the paper it's printed on. But it's important to start thinking about what you can do to diversify. And, you know, there was even uh, the story that just kind of hit this morning. I was talking to a girlfriend and a mutual friend of ours died. Um, the gentleman, who was a, a husband, not too old. If I had to guess, I would say probably early fifties. He passed away this month and I missed it. I, I wasn't really active on his Facebook. We only knew each other online, but you know, we kind of had a lot of the same values. So I followed him from time to time. Well, he passed away this, um, this last month and his wife was posting like GoFundMes and PayPal links for donations. He was in ministry. And it got me thinking, I said to my girlfriend, I said, did he not have life insurance? I mean, not to scowl or judge, but I'm like, really, surely, surely he would have, surely he would have set his family up. And it's all too often people don't. And so what does this have to do? We're talking about meat supply chains. We're talking about the pandemic. We're talking about hyperinflation. We're talking about gallons of gas or, you know, what, what does this all have to do? Life insurance? It's about being prepared. It's why are you doing and working so hard and, and not thinking about setting your family up in case of a scenario. Now, what's a scenario? There's a lot of different ones. Could be a health crisis, could be a death of the family, could be a death of the breadwinner, um, could be a long, in, you know, enduring, persevering illness, right? A health crisis that takes a lot of money and um, additional funds. Uh, it could be a a fiscal issue, right? With the monetary system could be inflation. Just, you know, you still got money coming in. It just isn't worth as much at the pump or at the grocery store. Um, it could be, uh, you know, you think about zombie <laughs> apocalyptic situations. You think about grid situa situations, an EMP happening, an electromagnetic pulse that takes down the grid. Do you have ways to take care of your family, to feed them, to give them fresh water, to, you know, to, to barter, to trade? Do you have skills? So I've been talking about these things for so long. And it's so funny to me on a little bit of a rant that people will actually poo-poo a home-based business. There's so many people that look down at network marketing. I want to encourage you guys, if you're in network marketing, listen to this podcast, which is probably 95% of you guys. There's a few pastors here and a few entrepreneurs. I hear you. I see you. I know you're listening. But for those of you guys who are in direct sales, I want to encourage you guys, you are in the right space you're running a business. Hopefully you're putting time, you're putting effort, you're growing, you're taking action. You're not sitting on your opportunity. But guys, even if you're making on average, let's say $150 a month, that's average by the way, in my company, it's $1,700 a year is the average income. And that's a nice little side business, not including the tax write-offs, not including all the other benefits, you know, even to your, you know, well-being and your community and the friendships and the, the product value that you get through your health or nutrition. But, you know, bringing home an extra $150 a month, guys, that covers a pretty good life insurance policy for most people. And it just blows me away that people won't think to spend a little bit of money to make sure that their family is taken care of. Or maybe you are at the point where you're like, yeah, no, Rachel, I don't even have an extra $5 a month, let alone $150. Well, that should be um, a massive alarm bells right? Ringing in your ears to be like, okay, I need to 
overhaul this whole situation. I need to get out of debt. I need to cancel my cable. I need to cut any sort of fat in my budget. You can print off the last three months of bank statements and I'll, I'll, I'll do a separate episode on kind of getting more financially free here soon. It's been one that's been requested over and over, but cutting the fat out of your budget. And it's, it's a alarm bell saying, go make more money. You know, if you, if you don't, if you don't go and, and, and get your nails done or get your eyelashes done, if you haven't shopped in years, if you don't have, you know, cable TV or anything like that, but you are still broke, that is a scenario be like, okay, I need to find a way. And it doesn't have to be network marketing, but the reason I like network marketing is because it doesn't require a big startup. It doesn't require a big overhead. There's not um, a large cost of goods, right? You're not, you know, spending, my girlfriend owned, a, started a mascara business on Amazon, created this mascara um, overseas in China, developed it, packaged it, designed it, all this wonderful stuff. But, you know, she still had to put in probably 40 cents for every dollar just for the cost of the actual mascara when it was all said and good and done and, and packaged. And so I love network marketing because it's such a high ROI. It is such, um, it's such a good return on your investment. It's a high profit business if you work it. You know, maybe you're set on it. You're like, Rachel, I already have life insurance. Awesome. Do you have food insurance? Do you have stored food? Uh, do you have water insurance? Do you have a Berkey so that you can filter water? You know, if there was a situation, do you have uh, a way to heat your home uh, in the winter in case things got crazy? There's been, I mean, look at the ice storm that hit Texas uh, this last year, this last February. You know, I know a lot of people probably are thinking, wow, I should have had a generator. I should have had a Generac. I should have had a, a camp stove. I should have had a way to purify drinking water. They, they, they weren't prepared. They didn't have food, stored food in their house. You know, the average house only has like a couple days worth of food. No more than, I think it's like no more than like a week. The average house in America doesn't have more than a week's worth of food in their pantry. This blows my mind. So maybe you're like, Rachel, I'm set on life insurance. I'm set on all of the food things. Okay, great. Do you have bank insurance? Do you have gold and silver stacked? Now, I'm not making any sort of investment advice. This is a edu educate, educational slash entertainment channel. Uh, so I'm not giving you personalized investment advice, but do you have some precious metals? You know, if the dollar goes to nothing, you know, you know what won't go to nothing? Precious metals. Never in the history are gold and silver going to be worth nothing. And people are really up into this crypto thing. I, I have crypto too. But you know what the thing about crypto? It's digital dependent. It's not tangible. I can't hold it. I need the internet to get it off, like to get it into my bank account. And so it, it's just, just skeezy. It's questionable to me. Like I don't, you know, just think about that sort of stuff. So think of it in priority give becoming debt free, right? Becoming financially secure, increasing your income, decreasing your expenses, um, setting up the basics, food, water, shelter, warmth, you know, security, security for your family, for your belongings, right? Um, if there was ever a time to become more prepared, if there's ever a time to kind of audit your whole situation, it's now. Things are crazy. And I don't think that it's going to get any better before it gets worse. 
Now that's predictive, right? I'm not making them some, not some sort of profit. I'm just looking at the math. I'm looking at all the different, you know, whether it be the headlines, the reporting. I'm, I have friends that are in different supply chains that work in the job and different manufacturing. They're telling me what they are seeing right now. And this is not just, oh, I'm not going to be able to get the Pokemon thing for my kid at Christmas or the Tickle Me Elmo or PS6 or PS5 for my kids for Christmas. Are you setting yourself up for success and your family up for security? Are you building a hedge around your family that hopefully nobody can can tear down a financial hedge? And if you haven't been taking your network marketing business seriously or your traditional business or your coaching business, now is the time. Now is the time to make hay while the sun is shining because there might be a time. And guys, I'm telling you, no matter what happens in this world, there will be a time in each and every single one of our lives where the sun ain't shining or where we wish that we would have done more. The best time to prep was yesterday, but the second best time is today. So get to work. Um, if you guys want more information about this, you guys can check out my telegram. Uh, I have the link in the link tree in my bio on Instagram and Facebook, and you guys can hit me up as well. So I hope that this uh, episode blesses you today. Get prepared, get life insurance, get bank insurance, get food insurance, start taking your, your, your loved ones and your whole scenario, uh, a little bit more seriously. I say that with respect. Um, but I hope that this blessed you today to kind of, you know, maybe, uh, tie up some loose ends in your affairs. I love you guys. Have a good day.